and five, four, three. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin Stage. She's that chick AJ. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Subscribe button. Bangers, 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 bangers. All twenty twenty one. Oklahoma City this weekend, and then. The crew is on the tour of the Midwest, Columbus, Cincinnati, Toledo, Indianapolis. I didn't think we were going to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Indianapolis. Tickets available at all of those shows right now. Shall we begin? Angel, any announcements on your side of the desk? I'm sure there was one I don't remember, but so glad we got Josh back. Josh, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Pitbull. Oh, we're so tired, guys. Uh But no, I'm not so tired because I'm going to Philadelphia for James Cole show. I'm going to Brooklyn, hang out with Amir. I'm going to City Field for Rolling Loud. I'm going to Maverick City Tour Arena. He's got a great I'm going to get a New York slice at Susboro. Sabaro, the, the, the yeah, in that the thing in the mall. No, the Angel, that's place. where you get a New York slice. New York slice. Oh, okay. Remember Michael Scott? Come on, man! I thought you watched The Office. It's you. He was like, I want to get New York slice, and then they revealed it was Sabaro. But you gotta understand, y'all watched it late. I watched it in the oh, original, she, so she it's been she's some better years. Than us. I am. We also watched it more times. You probably just watched it once, and then you had to go to work at angelbooks.com. <laughs> yes, you are correct. I want y'all to know. That I get these people Starbucks every day. And typically I do get food and a drink. But based off of the energy behind the food, I was just like, they don't really like the Starbucks food. So I won't buy it anymore because it looks like they're forcing themselves to eat it. This man sat up here and said, so you didn't get (laughs) food? Angel's trying to make us healthy. Yes. She was getting the egg the egg bites. The, yes. the little egg bites. I don't know a lot of them. You said you didn't like the turkey sandwich. Yeah, either. but I they like I was if you was gonna ask, I was they I got like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich from Starbucks. I'm not gonna get that. Ooh. What, what, what kind uh, of friend uh, is you to I get you what you want me to have and not what I want? I'm gonna get you what you want within the parameters of what you need. No, you're gonna give me what good. you want me to buy. You get the protein box. I don't want cheese. Why can't I have peanut butter and jelly? It's healthy. It's it nuts. Is not. It is nothing but sugar and no, more bread it's and sugar. Grains. You need that. <laughs> you need it's that. Pa- it's got apples. Uh-huh. It's got carrots. Mm-hmm. Chocolate covered raisins. It's in the box. Mm-hmm. What's in? Okay, it I'll really, get it for you. Don't you take that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yes, exactly. You What's going to happen? Pre take out the I'll sandwich. Take that goddamn old sandwich out and put some uh, carrots and some celery. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. By the way, a quick question. I was looking at the Kevin on Stage YouTube Studios page. This is just for everybody who watches on YouTube. Since I started adding the studios um, clips to the YouTube page, the it seems like all the views have gone down. Does YouTube send out less notifications if you put more stuff out? Because I feel like when it was just here's the thing only, the views were higher. But now it's six or seven other things. The views are lower. I didn't talk to you guys about this, but I'm considering moving. Here's the thing to Kevin on stage page just mm. because there's less activity on there uh-huh. because the studios page would need to like tell people about the app. But when it's so many clips, I think it, you don't, I don't, I think YouTube does not notify you if you put too many things out. Oh, okay. They used to notify you a lot. And they say, if you do anything less than one or three a day, they'll notify you. But I don't think they noticed. I don't think they noticed that. 
I don't know. I'm not sure either. But I do get confused sometimes when I am notified of what I'm being notified of. And it might be, that might be it, is that people think they're being notified of a full mm. episode. And then when it hasn't happened multiple times, they might just be like, no, I don't even okay. know what it is. Pretty much everybody who's watching is saying they don't get notifications. Okay, YouTube is inconsistent with the notifications. I also wonder if people are watching on the, people on Patreon are watching, and then you can also watch it on the app before it drops. Yeah. And I wonder if people are doing that. Because it's on the app the night before, and I don't know reason why you would go watch it on YouTube after that. So, anyway, okay, a lot of people are just saying they don't get notifications, even though they have it turned on. That means it's something on YouTube that I don't, I can't control. Okay, first things first. Come on. Our Patreon had actually asked us to talk about this the first time it started going viral, but we didn't. Uh, the beginning of this was Brittany Renner. Are you familiar? That's the, uh, was that mm -hmm. the girl? Have we talked about her before? We talked about talking about her, but I don't think we actually did. Okay, then no. So she was in the news a month or two ago, maybe, about trapping P.J. Washington, who was a basketball player. Mm -mm. So yesterday she went on uh, Academics' podcast mm -hmm. to clear the air uh, and cussing, cussing. Uh, cussing, 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 cussing. In cussing. This, in this. Put me to work. So this one she's talking about being a side chick. Okay. Been with lot, a lot. I thought everybody had you as a side chick. I'm going to be honest. I thought everybody else had you as a side chick. And he, listen, in a, in, a, in, a, in a male community, we know the chase is like, yo, that side chick. And then and we, so know, we know the dumb nigga who wipes up the side chick. And we're like. So what makes me a what? side chick? Because the, what, I'm beautiful? And no, no, because what? the one who everybody f but doesn't wife, that's a side chick. Sorry. So who have I, who, who have been oh, side chicks? Who ever been a side chick? But I was never a side chick. Well, when you write well, a book about having casual sex, and I've by the way, now before. one of them claimed you. We assume, you, you know why men don't claim women? Because we have our real girl that we don't want to tell about you. He has no... You know that. Of cash Okay, Angel said, who's she, Booty Tay? Mm -hmm. I mean, not Angel said that. Somebody said that. Mm -hmm. um, first initial thoughts, Angel? Well, I just... How terrible. Um, you know, there are people who are very proud of their, um, the way they handle themselves in the streets, whether they are with, have multiple partners, whether they're not in a committed relationship. And I don't knock them. I don't have that capability as a woman to be able to, if, if I, even if I wasn't married, um, to be able to have like different dudes and be not and not care whether or not we were committed. But the way he talked down to her as if as, as if he is somebody with any credibility to speak on relationships. He's DJ Academics. <laughs> he's this, DJ I don't academic. understand how he still no has seat. a platform. I don't get it. I'm gonna tell you how it. he has a platform in my mind. Please. It's the same people to me, to me. Same people Kevin Samuels has. Mm. People mm. who wish they could talk to people the way they think they could talk to them, he represents them, mm. right? In my mind, niggas who probably never would be able to pull a Britney Renner or a woman like her um, or people who get rejected by women like her would love to watch someone like Ak. Ak is like me, poorly built. Mm. At least I'm tall. No disrespect. He, you can see that. Mm -hmm. uh, him telling this beautiful woman, you a side chick and niggas like us. Niggas like us? 
Right. Niggas like us? People in the comments that I was watching on Twitter, most of the men who were championing them were, yes, I get rejected as well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too. Big, you are our champion vibe. He goes at rappers all the time. He was going at Freddie Gibbs the other day. Uh, I don't think Freddie Gibbs is one of those rappers who is just talking about something he's not serious about. Mm-hmm. You know, he went at Meek, and I feel like he's the champion of the underdog, the mm-hmm. guy who's in the YouTube comments. His his group of supporters are called Chat Chat Niggas, uh, and I think that's who he represents. And I think those are the people who were champion championing him and his thing. Wait a minute, his, is this the thing. girl that was like uh, on a, a university's campus? Yes, we're going to get to that, too. Ah, okay. I was like, who is this girl? I don't like his tone when talking to her, and I don't like that he's trying to put her down just because she's had multiple partners. And as if if being a side chick in the world in which he's referring to it, too, is any worse than the niggas she's messing with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's us. We in committed relationships, but we ain't committed, and we mess. Then we all in the same. We're all doing dirt. Okay, it's, it's like the drug dealer. It's like on the wire when the drug dealer was mad at, at uh, Omar. Yes, we all in the game. That is exactly. What my are you only talking problem. about? I'm like, what, what? Why are you saying as if there's some sort of hierarchy in this? Y'all all dogs. If we going if we trying to like put any type of. Uh, morality on it like her yeah. not being claimed by one of these dudes that she's messing with that has a woman does not make her worse than him yeah yeah that's my now that was for my this thing. specific part about being a side chick mm-hmm. um i don't think um the people in the comments don't have to worry people in the comments supporting him uh that i saw mm-hmm. right uh i don't think they have to worry about women like her mm-hmm. i it, <laughs> If that if she was their woman, that would be their main chick. I mm-hmm. think you're talking about rappers and athletes. That's a different thing. But you know, you ain't y'all ain't rappers and athletes. Yeah, y'all is regular working Joes. You know what I'm saying? And academics is your champion to me. Here's the uh, here's the next clip. Uh, this is what we were going to talk about, but we just had other stuff. PJ Washington is the NBA player that I believe she had his baby. I'm pretty sure, uh, not 100% sure, but uh, they talked about this interview as well, in the interview as well. This is what I really get so annoyed about is like, so when do you as men take accountability? You're old enough to ride this ride. You want to f with me. You want to, you want to come at me. You want to f me raw. So why are we, why are we babying men who make decisions for themselves? I, like I told you, I was on birth control up until I had a conversation with my baby father. So what do you, so what do you think happened? So the I imagine like I, like I got a leg lock him. No, let me the like, stop. Of men stop and stop women it. Are different. No, stop. No, you, it's because men and women are held to different standards. Mm. Y'all want to look at a 20 year old who wanted to, f- I was 26 when I met him. You want to f- with me? Here's what it is. Nope. Like stop acting like someone had to pull the wool over his eyes. I was exactly who I am right now. And to, let, stop. Let me finish. I was there was, there, I, I have no reason to be, I, I have no reason to lie about any, anything that I've done or the person that I, okay. So this is what I really. So what is she addressing? Right so there? The, the thing we're going to talk about is she trapped PJ Washington. She was saying she was going to go have a baby by an NBA player. Mm-hmm. And then not long after that, he got her pregnant. And people were saying you trapped 
you trapped him. And she's like, I didn't trap him. Like he's, he's a grown man in the sense of he's over the age of 18. Mm -hmm. Uh, he made a decision to have a raw sex with me and everybody knows this, her speaking, everybody knows did this, we talked about this on the bonus. That sperm come out like Mark Zuckerberg looking for an egg. Yeah. You know? So she's like, why are y'all mad at me? I, I think, well, I want to hear it. I'll tell you what I think. Ah, yeah. If he uh, dove in raw, then you automatically, that's how I automatically assume if I'm not using any protection and there's nothing preventing the sperm from entering my egg, my fertile ass is going to get pregnant. (laughs) That's just, it is. It's point blank. to show for. Yes, point blank and period. And any dude that is going into having sex that is grown and this ain't their first time on the rodeo and they didn't, uh, uh, and they did go to health class, they should know that too. Mm-hmm. That like, if I can't, even if she says she on birth control pills, if you are a man and you are wanting to have sex and you do not want to have children, it is then your responsibility to put protection on. That's yeah. just... There's no other way around that. Now, there was another clip that I thought I pulled, but she said she was hanging around his games when he was at Kentucky, which brings us to our last part about her because I don't want to go past the segment. Uh-huh. Uh, she she tweeted or she posted this on Instagram. Hey, Jackson State, hide your sons. This was about a month or so ago. Uh, at the ripe old age of 29 or young age of 29. Uh, and people were like, fam, is it not wild to you to be on a college campus looking for men mm-hmm. at 29? Uh, if a man were 29 and was like, I'm on the campus of Spelman, hide your daughters, people would be up in arms. Mm-hmm. So why are they not up in arms when, why are we not mm-hmm. up in arms when a woman is basically saying, I'm looking for uh, a son? Whether she was saying it in jest or in serio. Uh, <laughs> wow. wow. I, 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 the question was, is she wrong for, for doing something like that? If my child were a basketball player at the University of Kentucky and this grown woman was on the campus saying she was looking for a basketball player, I will then be on the campus <laughs> fighting her. Granted, I, you know, I would hope that my children would make decisions that would not jeopardize their future. Yeah. But if somebody was on campus where my children, my sons were, my sons who are still teenagers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I entered college at 17 or no, 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 no. I just turned 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but my best friend, she was 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, some of my kids, like little Marcus might be 17 when he goes to college. I am coming and I'm throwing elbows to the nose. You putting mama strength on her? I'm putting choke holds. You choke the baby out? I'm going to choke that lady out. No, that's just un- inappropriate. That's that's inappropriate. Like, girl, if you can't play with the big girls in the NBA and go to All-Star Weekend where the real chicks go, come on, then you're not ready to compete. Talk to them. That's just what it is. She's trying to beat them to the punch. No. She's going to the G League. You got to know you got to you are now you've aged out of the league that you should that you think you in. Because I remember the girls when I was in college that were getting with the basketball players, but they were the same age. That's when you compete for them. (laughs) 
But when you grown, you got to go to All-Star Weekend where the other ones are. That's that's the NBA of NBAs. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. Like, And I knew that I couldn't compete with them girls. I said, I got to get a, a, a regular God-fearing man, okay? I never went to NBA All-Star. I saw the women getting ready. I said, oh, no. Is that how you shape? You saw them getting out of the bus. Is that how you yes, shape? That's how you shape with no spanks. That's not going to be ah! me. <laughs> I can't compete. Let me get a God-fearing man. Who can uh, who can love me the way I am? Because these girls had boobs and butts <laughs> spilling out everywhere. The waist was all small. Spilling I, out? Yes. I said, this is, uh-uh. I said, it's time for me to go home. I sat there and looked at my movement watch, and I said, it's time for me to go home. I can't do it. And let me tell you, movement, those watches are fire, okay? Those are the type of watches that you want to wear, when you trying to be cute, when you trying to pull a thing or two, okay, in your age range, amen. And um, I, my favorite movement watch is this white movement watch. It's really, really sleek. Heck, I actually like to wear it as a bracelet. I don't even care what time it's say on there. It's so pretty. Um, and it's actually the perfect gift. If you are looking for something that's stylish, that kind of gives like a uh, like a curated look to the person that you're giving it to, movement is where you want to go. They have hundreds of watches to choose from, blue light glasses, sunglasses, and fine jewelry styles to choose from. So it's good stuff. If we go into the holiday season to stuff your stockings with or impress your family, you know, Sometimes when you in the gift giving uh, mode, you trying to find something to let people know that you were actually being thoughtful and you weren't being cheap. Movement is where you want to go. And movement is making it easy. Beautiful curated gift boxes, his and her gift guides, and free and quick shipping right to your door just in time for the holidays. Again, like I said, my favorite watch is this white. It's like a white ceramic um, watch. It has like this shine to it. It's, it's a statement. I would consider it a statement piece. Like when you wear it, it doesn't just like blend in with your skin it's like something that when you put it on people gonna be like oh what's what's that what you got on you could be like it's movement <laughs> you don't know nothing about that um but uh what we would like you to do is uh try the movement watches they're designed in house they're super sleek they're clean they won't break the, your bank since they start at just 95 dollars. and watches can be very expensive my husband loves watches and i've spent a lot of money on watches throughout the years oh he's getting a movement watch this year because not now one of his watches that i have bought him has been nicer than the watch that i got from movement um, movement has almost sold uh two million watches in over 160 countries so be the big winner this holiday season with a gift from movement go to mvmt.com slash crew with a k crew with a k that's mvmt.com slash crew with a k crew with a k join the movement i would bust that girl in her face yeah apparently she was talking about in another clip i thought i pulled that she had went to his kentucky games mm -hmm. and talked to him probably before he was uh, of age because he I think he was 19 now she was talking to him when he was a teenager she is a predator oh he's 23 now um if she was grooming she if she was talking to him when he was a uh teenager she was grooming him like a like a predator yeah that's that there's now that's a whole nother piece y'all know I didn't know the full story that's a whole nother piece now if she was trying to get him pregnant if she was trying to get pregnant by him when he was Young? Mm -hmm. No, no, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't. You're saying not that. saying that. No, no, no I'm but saying okay. she was. She was. Uh, recruiting. She made it seem like she was recruiting. Yeah, no, that's predatory. Right, here it is. Here it is. Say it to my face. Easy if you watch him. 
cut this part off, okay? I thought he was a cash-out option. I was like, yo, listen, you've been with way more, no disrespect to you, PJ, I told you to cut this off. You've been with way more litter people, people who are more successful in their respective fields, you know? He's a millionaire, grand and third. But I felt that, you know, I always say about women, and tell me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm just fucked up in my thinking, maybe I need to change it. You're getting older, and you needed someone, and you probably always wanted to have a kid, right? And you were like, hey, listen, this is the person that I'm going to not necessarily cash out with, but this is the one who will do this with me. It's, like, really audacious of you because it actually just proves my theory that I've always, I've always been in it for true love. I've been with men with way more money, and if I was truly an investor and trying to cash out <laughs> so I don't have to work again, let me finish. I would have cashed out five, six years ago men with lot, a lot more I to live. everybody finish. has so you as a side chick. I'm going to be honest. Okay, so that leads into the clip that, that we already That was the preface of the... Yeah. Okay. I can't find the one where she says she went to his Kentucky games. Uh, that's just... That is just... Yeah, that's foul. That is predatory. And as uh, much as I don't want to continue bashing her, even though she put out a video, this is how now I know who she is. Her voice, it was her irritating voice that I remember. Mm-hmm. She put out this video that the Shade Room had put up where she was just like... The one in the car? Yes, mm-hmm. where she was doing her vagina monologue in the car. Mm-hmm. It was so, you know, that's the best you got. I don't care. I'm I'm a dirty person. I'm nasty. I'm whatever the heck she was saying. And I was like, oh, my God, you think this is your show? You think this, this you, is her show, though? That's what she really. Social and, media is her show. We're going to talk about that later please, in the whole metaverse please. thing. Actually, let's just go into it now. It's it's in the docket for later. Um. There's this thread about the metaverse, right? We talked about this on the bonus episode. Uh, that was just more about Facebook's name change to the metaverse. Uh-huh. But this guy in tech had an interesting theory about the metaverse that I wanted to share with you and Josh and the people watching at mm-hmm. home or listening. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty long thread, but please listen. This is Sean Puri, who, or Pur- Puri, who is uh, in the tech space. He says... Uh, what if everyone is wrong about the metaverse? It's not a place, it's a time. Yes, a moment in time. You know how in artificial intelligence, there's an idea of the singularity, the moment in time where AI becomes smarter than humans, the moment when artificial intelligence is greater than human intelligence. What it is, is the metaverse is the moment in time where our digital life is worth more to us than our physical life. This is not an overnight change or an invention by some Steve Jobs type. It's a gradual change that's been happening for 20 years. Every important part of life is going digital. Work has moved from factories to laptops, boardrooms to Zooms, friends from neighbors to followers. Where do you find like-minded people? Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, etc. Games, more kids play Fortnite than basketball and football combined. Identity, filters are the new makeup. Stories are your personal billboard to broadcast who you are. What matters more, what you look like in real life or what you look like on Instagram? Uh, he has a picture here, but you can't the see filter. it. Uh, the pick on the left is what they see, so that's what matters. Everything goes digital. Your friends, your job, your identity. And now with crypto, your assets are online too. Bored apes are the new Rolex. I don't know what bored apes are. Fortnite skins are the new skinny jeans. If everyone hangs out online all the time, then your flexes need to be digital. So if you play this forward another 10 or 20 years, we will cross into the metaverse, the moment in time where digital matters more to us than physical. Our attention used to be 99% on our physical envir- environment. TVs dropped that down to 
Computers down to 70%, phones down to 50%. Uh, oh, shoot. This was... It goes... You went out It was out of order. order. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, basically, I missed part one. He was saying everyone is wrong. The metaverse is a virtual place, like in Ready Player One, but it's not a virtual world. It's the digital world. Then, blah, blah, blah. Our attention has been sucked from physical to digital, and where attention goes, energy flows. If 50% of our attention is on the digital screen, then 50% of our energy will go to digital life. Today, it takes some effort to take our phone out of our pocket and look at it. Soon, some company will make smart glasses that will sit in front of our eyes all day. We'll go from 50% attention on screens to 90%. That's the moment in time when the metaverse starts, because at that moment, our virtual life will become more important than our real life. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Just like anything, it's not good nor bad. It's just a thing. As long as there are extroverts in the world, I don't see this fully happening. What do you mean? I, okay, so the whole concept of being an extrovert versus an introvert Mm -hmm. is that extroverted people get their energy from being around people in real life, right? Versus an introverted person needs to withdraw to recharge and be away from people. So I think as long as that there are people who need to be around people, mm-hmm. I don't fully think we'll plug into the matrix. I mean, I think we still have some ways to go. I don't think I feel like we're going to be even more digital like prone, but I do think there will still be a need to have actual human. I mean, just think about, what happened during the pandemic? Yeah. We were all excited. We were excited about, oh, I ain't got to put on pants. <laughs> I ain't got to clean my house. I ain't got to go into work. But then we started going stir crazy. Yeah. And we were like, I got to get outside. I got to do this thing. I got to, to the point people were, you know, hiding when they were having parties. There was nothing on digital. We what? were like, we was like, parties? <laughs> what are you talking about? I just, uh-uh, no, I ain't been around nobody. What you mean? What you, you ain't been on social in a week. Me, I wasn't in Palm Springs. So I do think, I think both worlds will exist side by side, but there might be a uh, a real differentiation between the two where one might not reflect the other. Yeah, I think um, this is kind of what happens with digital reality, social media. This is kind of why Amanda Seals, people thought she was a AKA. Like 20 years ago, you would know she's playing a character. Mm -hmm. But because of social media, a lot of times people forget there's real people, you know, behind the thing. And there's a lot of people who right now their digital life is more important than or I'd say I should say more interesting than their actual life. You know what I mean? So, well, that's what I mean by I think there will be a harsh differentiation between physical life and digital. mm -hmm. But I don't think physical life will not have a strong I don't know, presence. There are people whose digital life, if they wasn't for their digital life, they would not have anything, I guess, to really look forward to. But there are some people whose physical life is still so dope that they're going to keep that part yeah. going, is I guess what I'm saying. My thing that I don't know that will ever change, at least for me, Kevin, is like certain things, I, like when, when comedy went uh, virtual, I was like, I cannot do that. I need, I need some physical thing, but I guess in part it's, you know, keep your distance is like, which is coming back Thanksgiving, Christmas ticket links coming, coming soon to the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but 
when you can have an experience without having to physically be there, it's almost like a hybrid. It's like a Prius of, of comedy. Like mm -hmm. the comedians are there and there's a physical audience there, but you don't have to be there to experience it. Uh, we talked about this before with Josh put me on to um, Travis Scott doing a concert on Fortnite, like as a as Fortnite a guy. Mm -hmm. And then like kids were going to the concert yeah. in their skins. You know what I mean? And they're, you know, like the thing is for us, it's a little more difficult, but we get old mm -hmm. for our children. They, we talked about this all the time because we're all, Oh, we rode right our bike around the neighborhood. Uh -huh. You know what a location was when well, you rode that bike around and you see where them bikes were. A lot of reason we did that because there was no way to play the game with our friends virtually. Yeah. If you want to play Mario brothers with me or 007, you had to come to my home mm -hmm. or I had to go to your home. You know what I mean? If we had the internet and ability, shoot, we could we could this segment this screen off. And that's why our kids don't do that. It's because we don't have to do that. Like, I mean, we didn't have that opportunity. And actually, games have been like, you can actually can't play two players or four players on one screen anymore. If you want to play together, you have to be on another screen. Mm -hmm. And I think that part where I talk about my kids all the time, they have no concept at all of linear television. Like, no, actually no concept. They understand it. They have no need for mm -hmm. it. Their entire concept of entertainment is right here. Joe has a TV in his room that he only turns on when he's playing the game. All of his entertainment is on these. And babies, iPad, them, them kids born now, a lot of them kids is, they don't go nowhere without that pad. They're like, where is it? But I, you know what? I think, I still think that's still even personality. Little Marcus craves to be around friends. Mm -hmm. He can play video games all day with friends online. His preference is to have the person beside. It doesn't matter if they're just going outside to play basketball, which he is terrible at. He would have, he would prefer that over, and he likes video games. He yeah. wants to be a gamer. So I still think it's, um, but see, it's little personality. Marcus is 10, 20 years from now. Little Marcus is still this age, 20 years from now. Little Marcus will be what thirty something. Mm -hmm. Little little Marcus the third, even little or Marcus. <laughs> You're saying gen yeah. future generations that haven't it's come out. Future generations. It's Amar is going to be more technologically sound than any of the kids. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Technologically sound, I know, but I'm saying the craving of what you need in life. Yeah, that is the part. But you raise little Marcus on if you. Hey, ain't no video games. You go go outside and play. You're gonna be in clubs. You are, in, are very different in the way than most parents. And then not most parents. A lot of parents ain't like you going to get off that game and go out into their world and breathe and scratch your knees. <laughs> scratch you know what I mean? Get some dirt uh, in but like, but no, even during the pepper. pandemic, we let that go. We were like, you, you can't nobody come over. So we let him just fold deep into YouTube <laughs> and video games. And he was like, hey. People, yeah. real people. Where are the real people at? <laughs> I need to touch and see them. Even Amar, <clears throat> we went over to Tony Baker's house. Amar was like, "Cats, these are my people." <laughs> <laughs> he was he all became about Dr. it. Evil. Oh yeah, and now yes, does he love some cocoa melon? Absolutely. But if them cats, if it were between cocoa melon and them cats, he's going for the cats. <laughs> He's going. He ran up on midnight, like midnight owed him money. And midnight really? just stood there like, hey, bruh, I ain't got it. Amar <laughs> was like, let me just stroke you there. Let me just rub on you. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people in the comments are saying the need for human connection won't just magically disappear. I'm not saying it will. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that you can connect with humans 
without being with there physically where you couldn't before. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of relationships and friendships have been found online, developed online, and then made physical. The whole notion of when we were coming up, you you went to the club or you went to church, you went to the library to meet people. People that's, don't have to do that now. Awful. Yeah. Can you imagine going to the library? Every what are you time? reading? A book I would like to kiss. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's not a necessity anymore. People look at your digital footprint yes, and decide absolutely. if you're interesting to them. I think we're saying the same thing. I, I, like I said, I think digital will always be, I mean, not always be digital is still going to get stronger and stronger. But the reason why this metaverse thing, I don't think will become as concrete as he's saying is because even with being able to make connections digitally, people still end up having a long for the physical that the long for real experiences and memories together. Like um, just being able to actually go have dinner with someone is, I mean, we're older, but even with my son, like I said, he would rather be able to have dinner to like have me cook some hello fresh and have his friends come over to eat. He would prefer that over then, Hey, my mom cooked food and he's talking about it over his, uh, video game headphones. Bye, and let me tell you this hello fresh. I've been feeling real domesticated these, um, uh, this week that, uh, Kev finally let us have some time off. Oh man, I've been feeling Get your butts back on the road this Friday. <laughs> been cooking it up in the kitchen my kids have been like mom this is so delicious to the point that Kai I was using the recipe card last night I made some um tacos and he was like why are you using this card why why are you looking at it and I was like because I want the meal to taste good and it's telling me how much to put in there um but no truly HelloFresh has been a huge blessing to my family because with time and with not wanting to spend a bunch of money, HelloFresh answers both of those things. Also, they offer 50 different menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety so that my kids are getting different meals and not the same old, same old every single night, which can be boring. And then they become jerks and talk about my cooking like I can't cook. It's just they're bored of what I'm cooking. Um, I actually... I. The other thing that I really like about using HelloFresh is that I do get to have my kids be involved with the cooking because my time is so short and the time that I have with them is very precious to me. I try to create little moments to have with them. So being able to have them grab the vegetables from the pitcher and um, hand them over to me so that I can chop them up, they actually get really excited because they feel useful. They're getting to spend time with mommy. And I'm actually really happy about them being able to spend time with me as well. Um, but on a side note, if you don't have kids, let me tell you why you could benefit from HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a can't beat value. Even at a full price, it's over 30% cheaper than the grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try for even less. Even less. Even less. Okay. Um, if you didn't know this, Green Chef, which is another like meal delivery um, service, is now also owned by HelloFresh. And with a wide array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. And what I love is being able to switch back and forth between brands, especially like when we're trying to do more organic and just uh, whole vegetables and stuff like that, just being like, Green Chef, let me let me try you with your organic stuff. Um, and now our listeners can enjoy both brands 
with a discount from us. You know what I'm saying? So go to HelloFresh.com slash 14SK. 14SK. And use code 14SK. 14SK. For up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Y'all getting gifts, too? What are you talking? Oh, my God. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14SK. 14SK. Use code 14SK. 14SK. For up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And with the money that you save from getting HelloFresh, you then can spend that money on holiday shopping. But we still want you to save more money. That's why we're telling you about honey. Honey. (laughs) Don't save money with honey. And today's episode is sponsored by honey. Now, we're all doing online shopping. I know for me, I'm about to start my holiday shopping. And because I'm on tour with these these guys here, I don't have time to physically go to stores. And I'm not about to be going to malls and different places and then shipping the stuff back at home. So everything I'm going to be doing to purchase stuff for my kids and my husband and my family my friends is going to be online but you know when you getting ready to check out and it's like hey you got a promo code do you got a promo code Mm -hmm. and you like i want a promo code i don't know if i got one well honey said listen let me look (laughs) honey manually searches for coupons it said you ain't got to do it you don't have to manually do it honey gonna automatically do it Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. I'm telling y'all what. Honey is the shiz. Okay, so as far as in the decor in our house, I done told y'all this before. I was like, hold on, before I go ahead and buy this furniture, these curtains, these curtain rods, these rugs, let me see what Honey gonna do for me. And Honey said, Honey, I got you. That's what it said. And I saw them prices drop. There's $10 here. Okay, $20 there because furniture can be expensive. So when you're getting 10% off something that costs $500, $50, listen, I want it. I want to keep it. Um, So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. And when you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey scours the um, scours for coupons uh, it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, You'll watch the prices drop, drop, drop. Ah. If you don't already have honey, you can you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free, installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash SK. SK. That's joinhoney.com slash SK. SK. Now I want to be clear what I, what the guy about the metaverse thread is saying. He's not saying digital will replace human interaction. He was saying your digital life will be more important than your physical one. Yeah, and I'm saying no. I I, I disagree. <laughs> I think we're already trending towards that. I think your the representation you have on social media and how people depend on it and need it for the beginning of relationships. I think a lot of people's digital self. Is capital. Look, look about your digital self, right? Before your acting self, your physical going into places, auditioning and acting was how you you made your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Now your digital self, right? That chick Angel versus Angel Lakita Moore, the actress. That chick Angel generates as much revenue, if not more, than Angel Lakita Moore, the actress. If you didn't want to, right? And especially the path you're trending, and I know you have a love for it and all that type of stuff. But the way you're trending, your digital version of yourself which is in your case very similar to your actual life Mm. right i don't think that's the case for a lot of people but some people have carefully crafted whole things Mm -hmm. you know and i think your digital that chick angel 
part of your life, not replacing your physical is equally as important, if not more important than your physical. I am in a personal space. So what I'm saying is money does not become more important to me than the things that I have physically. If we're equating money as what's important, then yes, digital is more, is has more important. Mm. But the connections that I have with the people that I love will always supersede. Right. I don't think he's not saying that. I'm not saying that. No, because you was like more important. And I'm like, for me, the digital part of my life is, is yes, the money generating side of my life. Right. So it does have importance. But if that would all fade away, I would be okay. I would be like, I still got these kids. I still got this husband. I still got these friends. If my physical were to fade away, my friends, my family and stuff, and all I had was digital, I'd be depressed. Well, I think that's... That's what I mean by it will never be more important, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. You get what I'm saying? I get, get what you're what saying? saying. I disagree, but I get what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I think, And I think for the large part of society, like the pandemic especially, like we couldn't have human... I think, honestly, the pandemic fast-forwarded this more than anything. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have human interaction outside of the people who lived with you. Mm-hmm. So our only connection point outside of the people in your home was digital. Also, there's a lot of people who don't have family. No, who no, live I in your, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you live alone, you know, uh, no matter how good your life is, without digital. And there's people even in the comments right now saying, bro, during the pandemic, my only form of connection was digital because oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was, you know, my, my job, physical job, Going into the job mm-hmm. or going out to restaurants and meeting people was all you had. And after the pandemic, I'm pretty sure that people are not companies work remote should have been a thing a long time ago. Uh, yes. I think it's going to be the, the starting point as opposed to an option. Yeah, no, you know and saying? I think for some people, digital is more important. I'm yeah, saying yeah, for yeah. me, yeah, for you, I don't. Well, I don't, I'm not talking about you. I'm more talking about society as a whole, not Angel specifically. Uh-huh, you know what I'm no. saying? I don't think the, the metaverse could be this. It could be that even if you like, well, me and my kids, we, I made breakfast. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, yeah, cool. Anyway, we're going to this party <laughs> we're going online. To the, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. That's that's all I think it is. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, this is uh, this is late in the docket, Angel. So you're gonna have to find out this in real time. But trust me, you'll be able to form an opinion very quickly. Yeah, you had uh, that Britney thing late too. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like this was not in here at twelve o'clock last night. Go ahead. So this guy Max is nice. He's a, a basketball influencer, a comedian who most of his uh, um, content is related to basketball related stuff. Um, he had this caption: "If you live in L.A., be careful. I got robbed, but I'm still here, and that's what counts." I want to play this clip. He said. To explain to y'all how I got cussing, right. cussing. I, I really appreciate everybody that's checking out on me. I really appreciate it. But basically, you know, it's Halloween. I'm walking out of one of these LA clubs. I'm walking to the car. I'm on the phone. Three dudes with hoodies pull up by me with guns in my face, whatever. They hard. I get it. You know how it go. And they talk about, give me all your sh- oh, Just in case you guys are listening on audio, this is a Waihite gentleman. He's white. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing all this jewelry and stuff. And they talk about, give me all your sh-. I'm like, yo, listen, I will cash that all y'all right now. Just. I cash up y'all a thousand each. Just let me walk away. And they talking about, oh, you think it's games? You think it's games? We're out here starving. We out here starving. Like, give me all your shit. And I'm like, well, if y'all starving, walk down to Subway with me. I'll get all y'all full lungs. I'll feed all y'all. Like, and, and I'll cash up all y'all. So now they now they really for real. They they, they put their guns in my face more. I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, you know what? Here. Here's my Rolex. Here's my, my, Cuban, my Cuban link bracelet. Getting my iced out chain. 
and you know what, it ain't worth my life. So they can have it. But I'm not I'm not over here, you know, trying to have you feel sorry for me. I'm just letting you know if you live in LA, be careful, cause LA is not what it is anymore. If you famous or you got you like to you like you like to wear nice stuff, you know, and you out in the streets outside in LA, just just you know what I'm saying, have security with you or you know, be more careful, be more wise. And and I have my bronze jersey on. So they probably are bronze haters. You know what I mean? Like for real. So, but don't worry, um, I'm good. I appreciate everybody checking on me. Um, I'm going to get my mental health right. It's, I'm, I'm a little paranoid, but I'm going to wake up tomorrow, go to LA Fitness, hoop a low, sweat a little bit. But the man upstairs got me. We're moving forward. I'm here. That's what matters. Um, I gave up, I gave up, I gave up my jewelry, and they can have it. But I'm, I'm still here, and I love y'all, man. Let's get it. First of all. L.A. has never not been tricky. Second know. of all, I have insurance on everything that I own. Amen. If I'm not going to cash app you, why are you trying to flex on the, I'll buy everybody food, man. You, want, you guys want <laughs> Starbucks? <laughs> I got a promo code. What are you talking about? To, to honey. Sir, Would you? I, yes, that's a Glock. Yeah. Okay, real quick. Here's you, the have, you have your Here's insurance the, on your jewelry? That. I know rappers that have insurance on the Rolexes, on all their VVS, all the stones. I think that might be the, the most... In, and blessings, blessings to him. Glad he's okay. But um, <laughs> the wildest part of that story is somebody has a gun on you, and they're like, we starving. And you're like, let's go to Subway. Not, no, nigga, not literally, not <laughs> hungry in the moment. Star- live starving. I'm not Oliver <laughs> Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? No, give me your stuff. Can you, did you really, like, the thing that's interesting, somebody pulled the blammy on you. Multiple. Give me all your money. I'm starving out here in the streets. Would you like a, a foot-long teriyaki? Oh, Yes. You know what? That's Just actually. Fresh. That's all I really needed. That five dollar does hit. I Let really needed. Let me get the tuna. I don't care what they say about the tuna. I still uh, like it. You know. I don't even want to do this, man. That's what that tuna is. Is the soup. All I really wanted was. That Italian bread. You know how they got that Italian. We got the cheese the Italian baked Italian urban cheese? Mm-hmm. I just wanted time. that. Oh, the steak. You, you got extra meat? You get extra meat. Then I, I, then I'll, I'll pull I, this gun off you right now. Can I get the, the, the two for one cookies, please? Oh, my God. Subway isn't the restaurant to save your life. It's that is not, not the restaurant where no. you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You you really hit low on that one. You really Subway. did. Subway. Come on. You Why gotta... did you just say so? <laughs> I wouldn't even have to pull the gun on you if you had if Subway was on the table. No, he's like, jackpot, guys. <laughs> he's taking us to Subway. It was three $5. They don't do $5 foot long, by the way, anymore. Apparently, that's a big thing in Subway. It hasn't existed for a while, but people are just like, but I've seen that commercial. I saw the commercial. It was like eight put years ago. Now. I put it on now and shut up. <laughs> uh, but the, the the that is wild. If you if you put your gun on me and I don't have nothing to steal, you're going to get this Apple Watch and this ring from uh, Manly Bands. Manly Bands. Uh, and I don't even really wear my shoes out no more. After I put the, the ortho, orthotics in my shoes, <laughs> I don't even switch no more. I know I'm getting old. I, I didn't want to really pull them out. So I'm not ask, offering to take you to Subway when you are asking for jewelry. Right. Give me your jewelry. Okay. I, I hear that offer. <laughs> Counter offer. Cash up $1,000. $1,000 or $15,000 rolly that's on your wrist. <laughs> no, 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 Josh. $5 foot long and $1,000. Sir. You can at least take him to Boston over or Barry's Pizza. <laughs> that's what I'm that's saying. That's the least no. you can do. You're what restaurant? <laughs> you pulling a gun out on earth. What restaurant are you willing you're willing to go to prison for armed robbery, Subway? and your answer is Subway? 
you like, come on. Even Ruth Chris downstairs. Well, come on. We can do Ruth Chris. Come on. Well, I'm just thinking now, the spot's open at 2 a.m. if he's leaving <laughs> the club on Halloween. You're oh, robbing yeah. somebody right now. You can't just go from the energy and adrenaline of a robbery mm. to... Yeah, man, you know what? If you, if you got a 20-piece McNugget right like, now. Hold on. Most places are closed. What about we do brunch tomorrow, guys? Huh? Brunch, let's sleep on this. No, great Let spot the anger the- down. Blue jam. They've got great mimosas, the one you in Tarzana. You want vibe? We can go to Harriet's, you know? <laughs> great view. Great treats. I'm yelling like that girl who, uh, spoiler alert, who was uh, robbing Issa and them. Oh, oh, that oh, was episode one. And they know what well, it is. You know what? Go ahead. Just. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be screaming like the girl who was at. <laughs> you just going to have to put me down. And it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be screaming because I don't plan on giving you my stuff. I'd be screaming because I'd be like, that feels appropriate for this moment. <laughs> that feels appropriate. I don't think I'd be calm enough to think clearly of like, if you want a chain, a thousand dollar cash app and a and a foot long does not. It's not a fair trade. Right. I might take the tra- well. Ben Water. They were like, "Give me the chain." And now also the cash app. And also, I will take the subway. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, the cookies are amazing. Yeah. Subway is. Their <laughs> cookies are solid. If you were robbing somebody, you you would be like, uh. "I was on my way." That was the time of my life where <laughs> doggone I almost survived off of subway. The five dollar <laughs> foot long was. A blessing from on high. On a college campus, $5 for a foot long? He said, I can live off of this. Man, I, I almost survived exclusively off of $5 foot longs. Chunky soup. from I had a Costco car in college. That was the best gift somebody ever got me. Chunky soup, Eggo waffles, and noodles. And and five dollar foot long sodium just terrible. Just sodium. Talk about sodium. I used to live off of those little Wetzel Wetzel bits. Oh, oh my! Here's the problem. So at PacSun, there was a Wetzels right next door to us. Whenever they'd make them fresh, oh, you it know. would bleed through the wall. You like I gotta have, and I one. had to, and I didn't have enough for the cheese, so I would just cr- like go crazy on the mustard because I was free. Oh, Man, that's just the sodium. Of sodium. Just pour salt in your mouth. Oh, I my think God. when you're poor, your body understands you're poor and it's like, we got to, we, we, we're just going to have to deal with the sodium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think about, I was talking about this before. I think about the stuff <laughs> poor people had to survive on, mm-hmm. right? Poor kids. Mm-hmm. I ate SpaghettiOs one time, like three years ago. I don't know what I was doing. I had my niece or something. I was just like, I wonder what this tastes like now. Uh-huh. I promise you, I was like, fam. How did we eat this? Cat food. Cat, the, the, the meatballs yeah. in a SpaghettiO. Yeah. Monty is like, get out of my bowl. <laughs> that is that, my dehydrated beef. That's got to be. Nothing is supposed to last that long. The uh, uh, ramen noodles. Oodles and noodles. <sighs> Angel. Oh, that, I would just break again. them off. Oh, oh, you would just eat them hard? What? I, <laughs> had, I ate them like chips before. <gasps> we would put the pack in there. I time to be making. <laughs> shake it up. Crunch it and eat it like you put chips. Put the packet in, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Hey, are you kidding me? That was no. chips for poor kids. No, you all had water. No, no we yes, didn't. That did. was a walking. No. That was a walking snack. Yo, wow. Those were like thirteen cents from the commissary. Oh, yeah. I'm big. Thirteen cents. My mom was like, you know what I could do with a, a dollar? If I were to eat ramen right now, my feet would swell up. <laughs> My feet would swell Listen, up from all that salt. Let me tell you what's funny about Robert. <laughs> when I went to Japan, it never clicked that ramen, that ramen mm-hmm. came from Japanese culture as a kid. Mm-hmm. That was just, you know, top ramen or whatever. Uh-huh. 
That was just hood food. What real ramen tastes like oh. in Japan to what actual ramen? It's like Panda Express from Chinese food. Oh yeah, real ramen. It's amazing. Hold on, Panda buttery. Express? Yeah. Oh, I I was hearing it the other way around. Like you were putting Panda on that. No, no, I'm saying like, like that's like, how far I mean, it's a derivative for. But the dude who created ramen was like, I want to take this and make it for the for people like me who grew up with nothing. But now, actually, now uh, sometimes I see that chicken ramen in, in the aisle, and I make eyes at it. I say, "Man, you done got me through." The little spicy bowl joints. They're the not spicy bad. Shrimp oh, um, during the pandemic, mm. Melissa had to stop me. I was almost re-addicted. The spicy kimchi. You get addicted to the sodium. What? Come on, man. I was going. St- I'm buying them from gas stations. I'm sneaking out at night. Was it the MSG? That that gives it. Oh, that yeah. thing was like on that pack. It's like three thousand percent above what uh, you're supposed yeah. to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time back here. Like- oh. I but I love but listen during the summers. There was full summers where I ate that every. I'm talking about seventh, eighth grade. Mm. Every day. Yes. I had that thing down to a science. How long it was supposed to boil? How much of the boiled mm, water mm. had to go into the noodles? Then you put the then you put the powder on. That's the key, Angel. Because people be putting the powder in the water when they boil it, and it's just like, no, you're diluting it too much. Yeah. Boil it. Amen. Put the noodles in a bowl. Pour a little bit of the so you have a broth. Yes. Then shake it. Shake it's that the ratio is the key. It's the key. So you when can... I would get the ratio right, I'd be like, I'm a chef. Listen, I, that's almost, listen, poverty and lack of access and having to eat that is where creativity is born. Uh-huh. Because you're like, I'm going to have to eat this anyway. What else can we do? Uh-huh. How can I make this more palpable? A little cheese, a little hot sauce, a little sliced up hot dog, a hot dog egg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little burn. You yes. know what I'm saying? A little egg. Well, you know what? That is the reason why when you look at uh, comedians, you look at uh, a lot of the people that are considered some of the greatest legendary comedians are typically either black or Jewish. Mm. And a lot of that has to do with the more people get pressed down and pushed in, the more creative they have to be in order to survive in their, um, the predicaments that they're in. Yeah. So that's when you're going to get food that is just so tasty that really shouldn't be edible. You're going to get comedy that is so intelligent and so like, um, thought-provoking that's not like just a regular knock-knock joke like yeah. you just that's why that's that struggle food struggle food be cuisine it does the, the uh, while you're talking about that the wayne said their best creative work is when they didn't have money yeah he said that, that budgets and access to money is what hindered their creativity because they're yeah. making like uh i'm gonna get you sucker they're like bro we don't have oh how do you make it without the stuff and for example you can't get a stunt man Mm-hmm. And you and the woman can't do the flip. So what if we just have a full man, man with a mustache do the flip, right? Like that's probably not the idea. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you can't get them, we might as well make that funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even I think about uh when you were doing uh like when I think about Kev on stage a few years ago mm. before you became the Kev on stage. Come on, everybody. It's Kev on stage. Come on, on, that stage. one. That Kev. When I think about your merchandise back then, the Nehu, mm-hmm. the, faith. Uh, yeah, faith, the Christians instead of champion, the I'm saved, but well, I got hands. Officially. I never sold that. No, you never there did was that. never a website oh. that You never that. did that. The R&B with the names of the people in there. Mm-hmm. All of those shirts 
were spe- and not to say you don't put out good shirts now. Well, but dreams you, don't die, boy. But that's because you got you got money, and them dreams said, "Well, listen, you can't." <laughs> Hot fire! Uh, them dreams don't die. That is a prime example. You got too much money, and your creativity died. But like, it is true. Like, if we go back to some of the old stuff that we did, it the stuff is just the creativity in it is better. But I'm sure even when you had all those shirts and you were had you know not as much money you were using ship station to be able to get them all out to your customers to the people who wanted all these things these shirts were selling out blessed 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 that was one of my favorite shirts Enough out of you, Angel. okay ship station is where you need to be when you are putting out wonderful merchandise from all different channels. Marcus and I both now have merchandise coming in from different places. We're both, Marcus has zoom in shirts. I've got my wing shirts. I've got mama likes boxes. We're about to release some home team away team stuff. We are. Yes. Can't wait. (laughs) And because we have to use so many different channels to sell these things, different websites, uh, it can be kind of cumbersome, but ShipStation said, listen, baby, ShipStation Tabitha browned us. It said, it's going to be okay. All right? Don't you worry about it because I'm going to take your sales from all your different websites and I'm going to channel it and automate a bunch of your shipping and fulfillment uh, actions. All right? Um, so inventory managing and fulfilling orders and a growing lists. Uh, of definitely stressed out customers that are trying to get their merchandise in time can be so, it can be stressful on you and try to keep everything together. Well, with ship ship station, the hassle of shipping out holiday orders melts away, leaving you with happier customers and more freedom to run your business or enjoy some much needed time off. Excuse me. So what I like about ship station is not only that it can automate a lot of the things so that you're not um, having to worry about missing um, orders from different websites, especially if you're doing some stuff on Etsy or you have your own personal website or you're selling it on one of these other um, websites. The thing that I love about it the most is that you get a lot of the discounts that a bigger company would get with shipping that you would not be able to get as a small owned business, right? So you can get discounts with international carriers um, in like FedEx, USPS, and UPS. But you're still small, but you're getting like the discount of a Fortune 500 company. So not only is shipping easy, you can actually save money. No wonder 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. It's that good. So make this holiday season a little bit brighter with ShipStation. Use our offer code CREW with a K. CREW with a K. To get 60-day free trial. Just enough time to handle the holiday rush. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top, and enter code CREW with a K. CREW with a K. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Yeah, I think we're going to do away team and, I mean, home team stickers. Something simple. People been asking for a little something. Stickers, huh? Just stickers. Something simple. I I, I can't keep, there's too much merchandise to take places. Are you ready for Black Friday? Huh? Are you ready for Black Friday? I'm trying to. I don't know if I'm going to have anything. I'm trying Black Friday to. is a lot for small businesses. And people just get used to Amazon. They don't realize it. But you're used to Amazon shipping times. It's a lot. Like, I want to put a hoodie in the Mama Likes box. Mm. 
That it takes a lot of space. It takes so much space and weight. It takes so much space and weight. And I don't think it's going to be in a box this time because they the everything is, for, like, to uh, order stuff is so far out. And we're relying on China so much that every <sighs> all shipping, all things that come from China. It's taking forever. China really got us under their thumb when it comes to uh, products for cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to be a subscription bag. Go ahead. So Spanx. <laughs> Is valued at $1.2 billion yes, it in its recent deal. Sarah Blakely did something special to celebrate her team. Listen at this. Her employees are crying. You know, if you want a trip, you might have to, like, you might want to go out to a really nice dinner. You might want to go out to a really nice hotel. And so, with everybody's two first class tickets to anywhere in the world, you are each getting $10,000. We got $10,000 bonuses? $10,000 to spend on the trip. spend on the trip. Yeah. Two first class tickets that's, to anywhere in the world. That's about five. Easily. Mm-hmm. First, actually, could be more. No, it's going to be more. If you go first class from here to Dubai oh, or. I, I was thinking regionally. No, no she said anywhere, anywhere in the, in the world. world. That could be 25 grand. Where are you going, by, where are you going back to or somewhere new? Um, oh, that's a great question. We could do this after, actually. Go ahead. No, we can do it now. I don't want to interrupt the. I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> Stop it, Angel. She's like, I'm going straight back to Houston. Angel would Houston. do something. Let me go visit my mama and keep the 10K. <laughs> You'll do something like that. No, I would go to, uh, what's that little island right near uh, Australia? Oh, no. New Zealand? New Zealand? Mm-hmm. I might go to, for 10, 10K in the in the bank, The Maldives. these are the places that I haven't been that I want to go to. The Maldives is probably number one. Australia, I did want to go, but the more I research, all the all the websites start off with poisonous spiders and stuff, and I'd be like, "Why y'all got to tell me that every time? It ain't gonna be at the hotel." They said you might die. Uh, Seychelles. Tony Baker talks about when he went to Seychelles. He said it was one of the most beautiful places. I sound like a black girl. Where's that at? (laughs) Off the coast of Africa. Oh, okay. I was right. Sound like a black girl. Uh, I want to go to Morocco. Mm -hmm. Um. I want to go to Thailand. I, I want to visit play. Nigeria, this Kenya, is, this South is Africa. Two, this is just two first class tickets, so this is. Oh, I'm gonna do the rest on my own. Uh, but it's the 10k. That's to that all will, the employees, y'all. That's How many people I, work at 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 Spanx? I don't know. Jesus. Man, they went crazy this year. Then. Oh my gosh! She's donating all that. Spanx has a hundred employees. Five dollars on taxes next year. A hundred employees. She got that money. She got the money to do it. How much is that? That she's if you give them all ten k with a hundred. That's a a hundred thousand. No, no, no. One million. Isn't it? Million. You add that. Add that one more zero. Lord Jesus, that's too much just to be like okay, goodbye monies. But Spanx is what one point two million worth. One point two million. Billion. Billion. I mean, yeah. They need. She needs to get rid of. She needs the write off. That's really actually. Not that much in yeah. comparison right to the overall right. value. Right. This isn't a slight to her. I just, when you really, I saw a video of a billion depicted in rice. Like it starts with a hundred thousand and then basically 10 rices 
what is the rices? Reese? Ten Reese's? Rice. rice. How many? What's plural of rice? Is rice. rice? It's just rice. It's a whole no. lot of rice in this mug. Mm-hmm. I can't give you some rice and you give me rice. Yeah. I have just yes, more rice. I would like some rice, please. The, the singular like is not rice. But I'm saying, hey, look at all ten that rice. rice? Yeah. Ten There's pieces so of rice, rice or ten rice? Ten rice. Ten pieces of rice or ten rice? I can't. That don't sound right. Here go ten rice. Kevin. Let me give you, you ten rice. Go, you got to just go with it. You must have to say pieces. Yeah. Here go ten rice, Angel. Look at all the grains of rice. Ten gra- maybe grains of rice, probably. It's a rices. It's a rices? <laughs> I don't miss one thing. It's rices. There, it has no plural form. So rice is deer. Huh? Deer. You know deer don't have no plural. Yeah. Okay. Grains of rice. I'm going to know. Y'all say rice is right. I'm not going to say pieces or nothing. I'm going to just rice say. Rice is a mass noun. It has no plural form. Okay. But I'm not going to say grains or pieces. It's I'm like say. people. People. So one rice was uh, 100 grand. Ten rice was a million. And then you have to have, and it's like piles. You know what I mean? Like a one, ten. To make a billion, it was mostly a lot of rice. Was that the Bezos comparison? <laughs> yeah. I was and disgusted. then it was just Bezos. And the dude was just pouring rice after rice after rice. Ah! The amount of, and it made a, it made a million seem obtainable. Like you just got to get a hundred grand 10 times. You can do that. You Feel know like. a million is attainable. This nigga be playing games. <laughs> a billion rices. But anyway, I think if more companies did stuff like this, people would come to work. You don't even have to do stuff what all I the time. What I know for certain is that KOSS is going to eventually oh, do something do like this. that. I would oh do something God. like that. I, you will it's do something like that. anywhere in the world. I don't, the, I don't think we can go world right now. <laughs> and the way y'all live. Two comfort plus. The way who live? <laughs> y'all. Y'all don't have dreams of, if everybody was like, anywhere in the world to London. <laughs> I could do, I probably could do. I also only have like three employees. You, Josh, and Greg. Mm-hmm. You know the app. Them is different employer. I, I got to start with people who started yeah, yeah. with me. It would have to be a company based. Yeah, first. this is this is this is yeah. this Listen, this company. Me and Marcus are gonna do it for our uh, business that we started. I escort. Where you want to go, baby? Where you want to go? <laughs> I could do two first class to Hawaii. That's good, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. I could do that. Listen, I with had to move stuff off the credit Christmas card. Christmas in Hawaii. Oh yeah. Christmas in Hawaii be expensive though. Okay, well, everybody maybe, else be maybe thinking like that a, same maybe thing. Maybe like an off season in Hawaii, off just season. for the sake. Christmas of it. in Hawaii is celebrated in March. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little rainy. Just stay inside. St. Patrick's Day in Hawaii, everybody. <laughs> it's huge. Yom Kippur in Hawaii. <laughs> what about Rosh Hashanah, yo? Take any of it in Hawaii. You hear me? All of it. Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, absolutely. Listen, anywhere in the world it, during hurricane season. <laughs> I, I got to pick the time, though. You pick the place. Let me I'll pick, pick the time. Fort peak of hurricane yeah. season. <laughs> you come to Fort Lauderdale in August. It's beautiful there. That's it hot. <laughs> That's the thing, though, because I was looking at the Maldives for me and Lisa during Christmas, and the Maldives was like, oh, yes, please come now. We're going to tax you. You gonna you gonna live here? Yes. They be whoo. Yeah. Woo, but I can get y'all to now domestic. I get you anywhere you want to go. Oh, I already know. You, you take us anywhere we want right. to go now. You, you and you lucky you pandemic. What are we to live? You want to go off miles? You'd be saving money. Listen, when we could go anywhere, we went to Amsterdam for fun before the London show. We went from Detroit to Amsterdam. Uh, when we got there, we went to church. You know, just oh, the Amsterdamian. Mm-hmm. Com- what do people from Amsterdam call you? 
Y'all went to church to, mm, yeah. to, to red light district. Oh, we went to, to pray oh, for them yeah, to we, prepare we had, we for the hands. dirt and filth. Y'all about to submerge yourselves in. No, the Great Commission <laughs> has a good movement in, uh, in Amsterdam. <laughs> Took Josh to, to Japan. He had a great time. I want to go back. I believe it. We I had a great it. vlog in Japan. I, I, love oh, Japan. I believe it. I believe it. Great I vlog. get, I get beautiful Portland. Yes, okay, city. Portland no, no, looked no, no, like no. a to be fair, I don't apocalypse know if, zone when we went there. Too. I don't think the way we had to move, sharing, well, the rotation of the room situation and all that, I don't. I, oh, no, the God, Lord God, knew. The God Lord paved knew. The way for oh, Angel wouldn't have, she would have quit the tour. Oh, yeah, I'd been like, so hey, Kev. You would have actually had your own room anyway because you're a woman. That's yes. True. There's nobody to but share it with you. It would have been at that residence in that we left. <laughs> Angel says she would have. On my life, it would have been there. Oh, I believe it. I said. Mm-mm. We pulled up to a residence in y'all in Dallas. Oh my it was god! Tough. In, in Addison, it was Texas. Addison, right? Yes, it was Addison, Addison yeah. Texas. I was like, huh? That Reddison, Reddison. I was not going to stay there. I was going to politely talk to you on the side and be like, "Hey, did you already pay for this room?" We walked through the first door and it smelled like a <laughs> smokers' convention. The lady put her cigarette out on the <laughs> counter. And they luckily, by the grace of God, we walked up and they were like, "We canceled your rules." We was like, "Look at God! Look at I ain't never been so happy in my life that someone had made a mistake." Then when the rooms were canceled at that that hotel, I, oh, I was literally was I was going to pay you for my room to be like, "I don't want you wasting money." So here is the money, but I won't be here. Okay, all right, <laughs> I'll be all right wherever I am. Don't worry about me. Yeah, uh, no, the Lord knew that this was the tour. He was like, baby oh, yeah. girl, this is the one. You're going to be wore out tired, but you won't be uh, in a prostitution house. <laughs> Somebody was selling butt for real mm-hmm. in the daytime. She had a cute booty, though, because her <laughs> cheeks were out. It was early. I was like, it's 10 a.m. and I see your buttocks. That was the matinee special. We- yes, <laughs> she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> Yes, she did. Like no lie, a butt piece was sold. No, right yeah. in front of the Buffalo Wild Wings. The two two butt and a size slide of breast. Yes, yeah, she was like, I got it right here. I was like, girl, I need to do spots because if we win competition, you would win. A little six piece of the blazing Cajun from Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> That's interesting to people. I wonder if people if prostitutes have like I know they have a menu of sorts, mm-hmm. but I wonder if it's like now. Listen, this is the. This is the two to six. This mm-hmm. is happy hour. Mm-hmm. You know, head is is thirty percent off right Stop now. It, not thirty. You get a sl- you get a side of head with little with, with little uh, hand. They have Black Friday sales. Coochie is seventy percent off today mm-hmm. only. I do think they have chef specials, but I don't think they give sales. Yeah, they don't. You can eat for for prostitution, can you? What do you mean? You can't. Uh, oh, <laughs> is Some that dudes all? probably ask. You can't. Dudes, prostitute cool. You wouldn't taste you, it. You really feel like that that when you are like, I want to pay to have intimate time with somebody, that there's like a but this thing I cannot do. No. I think people really? are open, yes. Yeah. Look at you, Dang. church boy. Bless your heart. You're like, that's they don't do that. Now, they don't they kiss might. in the mouth. This is not pretty woman. <laughs> Have you watched the movies that made us? Uh, yes, I was watching it this week. We were watching it last night. Me and Melissa, we watched the pretty woman one. Mm, yes, I watched that the night before last. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Forrest Gump too. Mm-hmm. What a film, First of right? All, wait a minute. First of all, movies that made us is about white men failing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I didn't realize how many white men were in uh, Coming to America. 
Yes. It was all white dudes and Eddie Murphy. Of course. It was a black movie that got made. Somebody white had to be on that. Oh, especially to in 1988 when they started filming, I believe, 87 or 88. First of all, it was all white men going to USC. All white men getting funding to make terrible movies to give be given um, chance after chance after chance to finally get to their, like, opus. I'm like, yes. we can't even get the chance to fail, much less the chance to, su- uh, I mean, the chance to succeed, much less the chance to fail. It is So many of those movies are really that story. I mean, it's, it's still very interesting to what, like, because now you know the movies are wildly successful. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was watching the Forrest Gump one last night, and she, the, the studio head wanted to cut the running scenes cut the Vietnam part out for budget. So they made Vietnam in South Carolina mm-hmm. and also Forrest's house in Jenny's house. It was all in the same area. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody in the South Carolina local government let them blow that forest up because they were making a golf course. Oh. And Tom uh, Hanks and Robert Zemeckis were like, we need to keep the running scene. So we'll put our own money up, but you're going to get us points on the back end, more points on the back end. Mm-hmm. And they made $40 million each. Just for cut using their money, Jesus. in addition to the money they already make, forty million dollars more wow. f- from the from that time when it was in the box office. Mm-hmm. Home Alone was supposed to be a flop. Of course, it was like a second biggest movie, second biggest movie of the year. I think Pretty Woman was third. And I, I don't remember what the third, first one was, but it was like, well, y'all, that must be nice. Man, yeah, these movie studios, Universal. I didn't know Universal. Their lot and amusement park, their coverage of space is 400 acres mm-hmm. in really? Studio City. It blew my mind. It's huge. 400 acres? 400 acres, Kevin. And a lot of the stuff they use, they donate to the park for the tour or whatever. It's all, like, Dang. written off within each other. It's so crazy. Yeah, they they was riding off Forrest Gump. It was, like, $55 million budget. They made, like, $350 million. $55 million. At the time. Dollar. At the time, though, that budget. is. Budget. But that apparently, even at that time, it was considered mid but There was, like, 10 movies that cost more than it, than it on Paramount's slate. This is why every time I watch movies, I'm putting together the budget in my head. Each yeah, scene, I'm budgeting the scene. I can't enjoy a movie anymore. I just <laughs> That's why when you watch Squid Game that first episode, I know you were like, Jesus. When so I be reading books? your script, I be going through Oh no, I'd be telling the writer, Sir sir, <laughs> why are you putting that they, they don't need to talk in a car? Take that out. Talk in the office. Soon as he wrote that, I was like, You gotta And they was talking long. Mm-hmm. I was like, You gonna have to rig the car on the outside. Mm-hmm. Sound man wanna drop a bag in the back. You gotta get permanent. No, mm-hmm. man. Why they talk in the car? Let them talk by the car. Maybe. Then they say, "Let's go to the restaurant." <laughs> then they be at the restaurant. We don't need to see them drive. We get it. Yeah, I be thinking all of that. Mm-hmm. I be like, mm, okay. They need yeah. to be at that church. Insurance, police <laughs> escorts on the road. Oh yeah, yeah man. Remember we were in D.C. They had blocked off a section of mm-hmm. a street, a and they block, were sh- a block away from the. White House, too. Yes, they were blocked off. Of, they were doing a period piece. Yeah. So they had all people dressed in old clothes. They, they had, had old cars, cars driving yeah. around. And that was just the background. That's just the background. Absolutely not. Oh, I, listen, I literally am constantly thinking of looking at the budget. That's why anytime I write, I'll be like, so it takes place in my house. And then... <laughs> Oh, it has a child. It takes it's my child who has to learn the line. All right. Okay, cutting the budget down always. That's the listen, I be show writing and writing the show I'm working on in the real time. 
I'd be like, man, this is, we have to have extras. The church is destitute. They got 11 members. Why? Because you, you get 12, you got extras, you got to feed all them people. Mm-hmm. You got a couple big scenes. That's it. Mm-hmm. In the pilot in the finale. The rest, <laughs> office, parking lot, church. Y'all watch it when it comes out. It going to be in that church. Like Tyler Perry do his stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's all come and talk in the place where I work. Let's come talk here. 12 minutes gone. Let's go to your apartment and talk. Eight minutes gone. Back at the shop. Studios Twenty-two. Are doing the same thing though. Yes. Um, my boy was saying during the pandemic, Universal was shooting within the amusement park because nobody was in there, and they were like, "Why spend more money?" Yeah, makes sense. Dang. That's why I've been. Why be watching Insecure? Mm-hmm. <sighs> they got oh, a budget. Oh, budget. What? Man, they got a budget. This, budget. Oh man. This season, just costuming alone. I'm like, just color grading. What is this? What you but said? It looks beautiful. It does. What you said in the in the licensing they get for the music that's played, I oh, was yeah. like, "That's a real song." They got oh, that was they another thing in the Forest Gump one. Did you see that? Before. No, what is it? The Paramount didn't want to spend the money on the on the soundtrack for Forrest Gump, Gump, so they put all the real songs that they wanted as temp, and every time they showed it, they were like, "Yeah, this sounds good." It was like a soundtrack of the whole time period, and by the time they were like ready to go out, they were like, "We got to clear these songs." Because going and putting royalty-free music when you had Creedence Clearwater Revival. Mm-hmm. And then you put in something. You can't put. about River Run. <laughs> River Run number five. Listen, you cannot. <laughs> not the fifth variation. You, that is what it'd be like on Epidemic Sound. I, no, I want to use number five, not number four. No yeah. drums. Click the yeah. no drums one. That one sounds more fitting. What's the Creedence Clearwater Revival song that's always used in uh, Vietnam movies? <laughs> is that Fortunate Son? <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is it. Uh-huh. Yep. Remember Hawaii? Woo! You can't go into Vietnam no, on the need, chopper without with, that. With the doors off. This is when you meet Lieutenant Dan, baby. I can't watch sports without this. Damn it. Don't stop. This whole thing will get taken down. Woo, that red white blue. This is... Listen, ain't nobody gonna be able to see this afterwards. They gonna rip it all the way down. The whole mute, the whole part is gonna be muted. I'm gonna mute it myself. You're just gonna see it's going like this. Banner on. Love me a good white song. Yeah. But anyway, uh God, we're doing so good this episode, man. Yeah, Kevin don't care. <laughs> We knew the song, Kev. I need the bear. I need to hear it. I need to hear it. You put it in your ear. Mm-mm. And then you sing it to us. The people need to feel it. I'm going to mute your mic. Next time you put music in. Just like it. I'm just mute his mic next time. Mute. They'll be like, Kevin, we can't hear anything. I'm not listening to Josh, Amir, you know. You know I'm going to do what I want to do. That's exactly right. All right. We, we love y'all. Are we doing the bonus on Thursday? Doing the bonus on Thursday at a... Uh, One-ish. I don't know. Two two-ish. Ish. Ball and the Beautiful will be at 1.30, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's... Ball and the Beautiful, 1.30. And then the bonus will be shortly after, which will probably be 3. Yeah, 3 o'clock. Be around 3. Uh, we'll see you in Oklahoma City if you're there this week. Otherwise, we won't. God bless you. God keep you this year. Bye. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another one.
Chick Angel. 